Live from the Heartland Mamas podcast studio, it's the Heartland Mamas podcast. I am your host, Heidi Henry. As of today, we have 357 days left until the November 5th, 2024 election. That election will decide if we continue to be a democratic republic like we've always been, or if we become an authoritarian theocracy. We are really right there at the edge. And this next 357 days are crucial to deciding our future. Please join me in doing what's right and working your butt off for the next 357 days until we get this done right. Now, we have a really important matter to discuss today, and one of grave consequences for all of us, every single person you can think of. You see, on Friday, our government runs out of funding, and I know, I know, we thought we had this all hammered out in May. Remember, before summer, we talked about it ad nauseum. We thought we had agreed to a spending package, but no. The Republicans have walked back everything. And now instead of paying our bills, bills, things we already agreed to pay for, things that we decided to pay for back in May, uh, they've decided they're not going to pay anything. Or better yet, they've decided now that they're going to put it in three buckets of funding. Things we have to do things we might do, and things we really don't want to do. Okay, so instead of just saying, yeah, we'll pay our bills, because they're our bills, we ran them up. Uh, they're going to say no, we're maybe going to pay some of them, and maybe not, and maybe grab a lot of headlines and really be disrespectful to everybody who worked really hard back in May. Because the one thing I can guarantee you in Washington on the R side is that there's no truth or consequences any longer. There is no virtue. There is only grandstanding and headline grabbing, chest thumping, uh, whatever they can do to try to get their Nick soundbite on Fox TV or Newsmax, or OAN, or any of their other channels that they just absolutely love and can't wait to appear on again. Let's be quoted on those channels instead of doing our, do our job. So I want you to think about this for a minute. If we shut down on Friday, like they have us scheduled to, uh, not only will all the national parks close and there'll be no oversight on anything, um... We won't have a functioning government. Everything's going to come to a screeching halt, including the TSA agents at the airport and air traffic controllers who will be running the show next week in the busiest travel week of the year. I just want you to think about that. Happy holidays. The holiday music will be playing in the airports as people are trying to kill one another. It's going to be a hot mess. And they don't care because chaos is the goal. We hammered all of this out in May. And no Republican member of the U.S. House can tell the truth or honor anything from our democracy to their signature on their very own work that they turned in in May. 
So now we're back to square one. You know what this is ha what's this is caused? Our credit has been downgraded again. We went from stable to negative. And that means everything, everything in this time of inflation where everything costs so much and people are scrambling to try to figure out how to pay their bills, uh, everything's going to cost us more. You can thank your local Republican congressman or woman for this happening, for all their chest thumping and jumping on desks and screaming into the microphone. Um, this is on them because we already we already promised what we were going to do. We already said what we were going to do. We already agreed on it in May. So the House Republicans have decided to divide into three buckets, things that they want to do first and that they really have to do and things that they maybe want to do. And then the third bucket, those cruelest of cuts, those things they love to do the most, cut food assistance through SNAP and WIC, cut Social Security funding, Cut Medicare and Medicaid because wow, who needs health care, right? It's already the most expensive place on the planet to have health care. And it's not the best health care there is. It is just the most expensive. We don't have better outcomes. We have shorter lives as is. So why fund those things that we already agreed to fund? The things people really depend on. What else will they cut? Housing assistance, of course, because God help you, you can't be poor in this economy where housing is ridiculously overpriced. And child care. Who needs child care? We're going to make those women have those babies, and then they got to figure out how to pay for child care and get their butts back to work pronto. But their favorite cut of all is always to Social Security. And instead of rolling back, the ridiculous Trump tax cuts that didn't help anybody but the jet set crew, uh, which is a very small portion, like the top 2% of the nation it helped. The rest of us just got tax increases. I don't know if you noticed your tax bills lately, but everything's creeping up. Thank you, Trump tax cuts. Thank you, W tax cuts. And most of all, thank you, Reagan tax cuts, for screwing us up and bringing us to this place and point in time. Because if we took back at least the Trump tax cuts, we could balance the budget and pay our bills. But it's too much to ask the wealthiest among us to just pay their own damn way. We, the middle class, have to pay for everything. For everyone. Because Elon Musk, for God's sake, can't do business in, in South Africa. So he brings his business here to the USA to do it, to use our workforce and our infrastructure so he can pay 3.1% uh, interest or uh, tax rate. That's ridiculous. Make them pay the same tax rate I pay at 28%. And then we'll get some of these things funded, won't we? We won't have this discussion in Washington because he'll be paying his taxes without loopholes. Why is it that every time we get to this place in time that the Republicans want to sock it to the old and the infirm and the sick and the needy and the poor and the hungry and the unhoused? Why is it always them? that have to take it first, the most vulnerable, the weakest among us. We're not calling the herd here, Washington Republicans. We are trying to help the humanity that lives and breathes in this country, 
and that votes you into office every chance they get. So start taking care of them because that's your voting base. That's America. Those are the people we need to take care of. That's what my tax dollars are supposed to go for. And of course, Republicans, you know, you just got to pull yourselves up by your bootstraps. But you know what else? You got to buy those bootstraps first because they took them away from you. Those they took away in the Reagan era tax cuts, which I lived on either side of and can tell you firsthand the damage they have done to this nation that's permanent and often looks irreparable. But chaos is the goal. They feed and water the seeds of contempt and distrust planted by Ronald Reagan every day. If they can get us to distrust the government, if they can get us so fed up that we can't trust Joe, we won't vote for him next November, right? That's the plan. That's what this is all about. Because we know that Joe Biden and the Democrats, acting on good faith in May, hammered this out from stem to stern, in depth, in breadth. We all heard it and saw it in real time. But again, Republicans have to create the chaos so that they can get the, the sound bite so they can get on TV or a podcast, not this one. And you know what else? You know what's really, what really sucks about this, this whole thing? Is they just want to hand Ukraine over to Putin. They want to prove to their orange overlord how good and loyal they are to him, that they are willing to cut off Ukraine in this hapless, feckless war that Putin started. This foolishness, this gruesome, hideous war that Putin started to take back territory that was not his and try to reestablish a new USSR. And I feel bad for any of you that aren't sure what that is. Because all is that all that did was bring death and destruction. And that's what Putin's all about. And proving your loyalty to Trump by voting against sending another dime to Ukraine? Shame on you, Republicans, because you know once he takes Ukraine, he's coming after the rest of Europe and funding Israel. You know, it's not direct aid to Israel. It's infrastructure and things here at home to make new things to ship to Israel. That's how that works. We spend a lot of money over there, and, and there's a lot of great reasons for it. But the carnage in Gaza is really difficult to bear. We are, as the USA is, a friend to Israel, but we should be a friend to all humanity. This carnage has got to stop. But the Republicans will only pass a bill that increases the carnage, but sends no food, no water, no medicine to the innocent people stuck in the middle of all of this mess. How much, Netanyahu, how much is your pound of flesh? How many bodies? What's the body count now? Is it ever going to end? I agree, Hamas is terrible. I, you, 100%. But killing all the innocent people caught in between is not the answer. And you and the history of your country should know that 
first hand. Genocide is never the answer. Not from them, not from you, not from anyone. So cut it out. We need peace. We need peace. We need a leader that's going to step up and bring peace. Good God. The world is crying for it right now, for leadership and sanity. And the one thing they can't get, they usually can depend on, is sanity from the USA. And you know what? Since 2015, we've looked like a bunch of clowns, like a whole clown circus, because we can't get our act together to row in the same direction. We row backwards, we row sideways, we row in circles, but we never go forward. The concerted effort of all of us is required to not take not just this nation forward, but this world forward. The example we set as a community, as a state, as a country, helps develop stability around the world. Let's get back to that. Let's get back to being the example we always should be. This budget impasse harms all of us. There is no winner. No one wins at this. It just hurts all of us. As a longtime form, now former Sunday school teacher, we always did sessions on the least of these. The least of these should mean the most to us. A hand up. A step forward, a going in the right direction. That's what we should be all about. We should be worried about those who are hungry and without a house and without childcare and unable to afford anything. We should be so worried about them that we're willing to cut back the tax cuts to the corporate giants, to the wealthiest among us, to take care of the least of these. It's heartbreaking every day at the door when I go knock and petition the collection of stories that I have to bring back home and ponder the notes that I take about the people who need help now. And yet my only answer to them is there is no help coming because the Republicans decided to not honor the agreement that they made in May. Listen, this is going to be a real tough week. Uh, intense, intense week. And remember, chaos is the goal of the Republicans in the U.S. House. Chaos. If they can't grab a, a headline, they're going to create a new headline so they can stand on it and pound their chest and jump on their desks and swear to Trump their loyalty. They line up and fall all over themselves to prove how loyal they are to him. So I want you to call your member of Congress today. Call them. Call them. Call the switchboard, 202-224-3121, and ask to be connected to your member of Congress if they don't answer the phone, if their assistant or leadership does not answer the phone, leave them a message. Send them an email. Message them on social media. 
tell them how this budget impasse hurts all of us, except for the very wealthy who make their money when we have credit downgrades in this country. My heart hurts for the pain I know that will be inflicted on millions of people, on people who will have to work because they are indispensable to the operation of this country, but they will have to work without pay. And that's not right. That's not fair. That creates more poverty, more hurt, more despair, and the world needs less of that and more forward thinking, more solutions, more programs, more ideas, more ideas that will help the least of these, the people that are forgotten. It could be you, it could be your neighbor, it could be your parents, it could be your children. It could be somebody you never heard of before. But until the USA steps up and takes leadership back, until we do the job that we are here on this earth to do, shame on us for allowing this to come to this point again. Shame on all of us. From the edge of the Great Red Divide, this is Heidi Henry and the Heartland Mamas podcast. I hope you have a wonderful day and make those phone calls.